Some people have been thinking about having a YouTube channel for five years. You should have started. Just start. Do it. Go. 80% of success on social media sites is just one, being daily, and two, bringing fire. Make today count. Do something today that you're going to be proud of yourself for. All right, here we go. Let's do this thing. Headphones on, mic on. Let's bring it on. You ready? I'm ready. Why? Because it's time. That's right. Always was, always is, always will be. In five, four, three, two, one. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Soul Greatness Podcast, where we help you tune into your soul so that you can elevate your greatness. I'm your host, Romeo Marquez Jr., and I'm super duper excited to share with you my special guest today, my good friend, Mr. Evan Carmichael. Now, me and Evan connected at one of his workshops that he's doing uh, as part of his 90-day 23-city tour. An Instagram ad popped up, and I was like, ooh, Evan's in town. Then I was like, ah, should I go? I don't know if I should go. I'm busy. Uh, I don't know if I... And then it hit me. I, I went... You know what? I got to do what I tell people, what I teach people. You won't know if you don't go. And I'm glad I showed up. So many gems, so much value was received there. And, you know, a couple of days after that, Nina, his beautiful wife, reached out to me and said, Hey, Romeo, we would love for you to do the opening for Evan's next workshop in the Bay Area. I was like, cool, let's do it. And I was in L.A., flew home early. Uh, to do it, you know, when the opportunity rises, you say yes, and I'm glad I did it. Again, me and Evan connected, and uh, that guy is awesome. That guy is it, just filled with so much value, so much, you know, just realness, and I look forward to sharing with you in a couple moments uh, on what he has to say about the topic I'm really really excited about and that is building your personal brand especially on youtube and how to be a content creation machine see i believe we all have a message to share in the world and it is my passion my mission to help you share and spread that message whatever that looks like whether you are an entrepreneur or not so let me give you a quick bio of who evan is just to give you you know you know that that background Evan Carmichael is a husband and a father who believes in entrepreneurs. At 19, he built then sold a biotech software company and at 22, he was a venture capitalist helping to raise $500,000 to $15 million. He now runs a YouTube channel for entrepreneurs which has over 1.8 million subscribers accumulating over 263 million views. Forbes recognizes him as the world's top 40 social marketing talents, and Inc. recognizes him as one of the top 25 social media keynote speakers you need to know, as well as one of the top 100 great leadership speakers. Evan has written four books, set two world records, and owns Canada's largest salsa dance studio. So without further ado, let's welcome Evan Carmichael. So thank you so much for getting on this episode. I know you are cruising and driving and on to the next one. Yeah, I'm in between Sacramento and Salt Lake City, just past Reno and making our way to Utah. <laughs> awesome. Just give people a background on what you're doing right now. You're not just taking a regular trip with your wife, but you are actually on this Believe Tour you got going. 90 days, 23 cities, helping entrepreneurs in different spots. Romeo uh, gave me a very nice intro at one of the <laughs> spots, brought fire and energy. So, uh, yeah, man, I love it. Beautiful. 
So, you know, just to give people a background, to let people know how you got where you are today. So I think your purpose comes from your pain. I struggled a lot as an entrepreneur, uh, eventually built and sold my business. And so then I made it my purpose to help other entrepreneurs not suffer and struggle as much as I did. I think I'm probably most well known from either my books or my YouTube channel. The YouTube channel's got right now 1.8 million subscribers and quarter of a billion views. And uh, how did I get here? From the YouTube channel, listen, five years ago, I had 7,000 subscribers. And then I made three videos a day, every day for five years. And now we're 1.8 million. Just every day getting up and doing the work and, and bit by bit getting better, improving, and uh, just start seeing results. Right. And I know you've done tons and tons of those videos. What would you say is your favorite top 10 rules for success video? The favorite one is probably the first one that I did on Kanye because it was the first one. And it, and it wasn't supposed to be a series of top 10s. It was just more of a, a buddy of mine was hating on Kanye. And I said, hey, you can learn from him. So I made a video. And then people loved it. And they said, hey, can you do this guy, this girl, and him, and her? And so, okay, sure. And then it evolved into being an iconic series on my channel. Right on. So you said from like 7,000 to about 1.8 million. How did you get mm -hmm. from that zero to 7,000? Uh, the same stuff, honestly, just more more work, like just making videos. I, I remember the 7,000 mark because that's when I had a million views on YouTube. I just mm. crossed a million views. And... I took a picture of it and posted it to my Facebook. Hey, it just crossed a million views as a milestone. <laughs> right. And I looked at the date like, man, that was five years ago. And that's when I started to take it more seriously. That's when I, that's when I went all in and said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm really going to take a run at it. And I'm going to do three videos a day. How did I get to my first 7,000? Was still making videos. Just I wasn't as consistent about it. So right. my first video on my channel is from April 2009. Mm. So depending on when this podcast comes up, that's basically 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I did it on Walt Disney. And the next video I made was a month later. Mm. So I wasn't super consistent. And then the next video was a couple weeks later. And then I, I slowly got more and more and more consistent. Right. But I, I like experimenting with things. Like It's hard to just if, you, if you're going to do a workout and you've never worked out before, it's hard to say, well, I'm going to work out every day of the week for the rest of my life. Like, it's probably not going to happen. You start <laughs> by, by, by testing and tasting and trying and seeing. And so it was when I hit that million view mark and I had 7,000 subscribers, I said, you know what? Like, I, 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 I really like this. I could see myself going. I want to give this a good run. I want to see what I can do. How far can I go? If I'm pushing three videos a day, how much, can, how much damage can I do? And, and I haven't stopped. It's been three videos a day for five years. Right. All right. So those that are listening, and they could be entrepreneurs, sales professionals, those that are getting out of a job and, you know, transitioning into building their own business. And they, you know, want to get active on s social media, um, especially, you know, delivering content through YouTube. What would you say are, you know, a few things to keep in mind when building that personal brand? So... The first thing to do is just start. Just If you think about it, just start. Train yourself. It's one of the most important things we talk about in my workshops on these tours. Idea to action. You think about something, do it. Stop overthinking them. Like it, some people have been thinking about having a YouTube channel for five years. <laughs> you should have started. Just start. Do it. Go. 
eighty percent of success on social media sites is just one being daily and two bringing fire. How do you bring the fire? By by going daily because the quantity leads to the quality. The more you do, the better you get. If you're thinking about your brand, then I want I'd be looking at. I have a book called Your One Word. It's figuring out what is your your most important core value. So, did you figure out yours? What's yours? Mine isn't one particular word. It, my main thing is like it's time, meaning great doing it now, so just, taking just run, action. Just, yeah, just just run with that. It's time. Great. Right. You're the it's time guy. Like right. That's how do you brand yourself? That it's around the thing that means the most to you. Right. So for some people, it's time is just a strategy, but for you, it's at the core of who you are. Like right. you don't have to think about it. You just naturally are. You're right. the it's time guy. And so all of your content podcast, your music, you know, your videos, your mm-hmm. books, your speaking gig, everything you do should make me feel like it's time. Like, come on, what am I doing? It's time. I need to go. That's right. your brand. Your brain's an emotion. Mm. And so you get to pick what your what the emotion is that you want to stand for. So I want to feel it's time out of every interaction, whether I'm meeting Romeo face to face or whether I'm consuming any of his content in audio, visual, uh, written word, I want to feel like it's it's my time. Like I can do this. That's right. So figuring out your one word, point. right? Yeah, or or like whatever. So if if, you, if people don't want to go through the process of the book, it's okay. But just figure out what's the emotion that that you want to to emit. Like who are you at your core? So when somebody's around you or consuming your content, how do you want them to feel? And then make all your content around that. Now, you can have the intention to. It doesn't mean you're going to be good at it, right? You're going to suck <laughs> at the beginning. Right. It's okay. I, but, well, but well, one thing you said at the workshop, you're like, it's okay to suck. You're supposed to suck. <laughs> yeah, expect to suck. Yeah. You will suck. Your first video will suck. Your first song will suck. Mm-hmm. So if you know that your one word or, or the emotion you're chasing is the, is the guiding light. So mine is believe. So I want people to feel believe out of everything that I make. Out of this interview, I want people to feel believed. Now, I may not accomplish it. Maybe I suck today, but it's always my intention. It's always my goal, right? And so that's when that's the starting point. You figure out what you stand for, and then with practice and repetition, you'll get better at being able to actually deliver on it. How did you get to your one word believe? So the process I went through isn't one that necessarily recommend because I didn't know what I was looking for. I mean, I wrote the book to make it faster for other people to go through the process because I stumbled through it. It started with, I was, I had a website before I had a YouTube channel and I, and I didn't like my tagline. I figured what it was. It was, I changed my tagline a whole bunch of times. I just wasn't happy with it. And so I thought, you know what? I want to, I want a new tagline for my website. And then I started getting into it. I realized you know what, this, it should be a tagline for my website. It should be a tagline for me that then I bring to my business. Stop trying to think about how your business is separate from you. The big, the best part of your business is you. Right. And so you don't have a, a value, a core value for your business that's different. It's you that then you bring to your business. And so instead of what does my business stand for is what do I stand for? And then I'll bring that to my company. So that forced a deeper question. Holy cow, what do I stand for? <laughs> right. I don't know. So I just started writing a whole bunch of stuff down. And and believe was on that list, but I didn't it didn't pop off the page. I just wrote a bunch of stuff down that came to mind. Like ask yourself 
people listening, ask yourself a question. What do you stand for? And, and you'll come up with a bunch of ideas. Just fill the page. Don't judge it. Don't expect it to be perfect. Just, just write whatever comes to mind. Then I slept on it because I didn't have an answer. And I looked at the page, and, and for some reason the next day, and looking back on it, I just liked believe. I liked it. I just wrote that one word down, and I liked it. But then I thought, well, okay, believe I like, but it's too simple, you know, believe. Like, who am I going to be the, the believe <laughs> guy, right? It, right? It's too big. And it's, it's funny how often we talk ourselves down from big ideas. It's not our friends or family or, the, you know, tr trolls on YouTube. It's ourselves. We talk ourselves down from big ideas. And so I tried to add more to it. Believe, believe and believe, believe in entrepreneurs, believe in, just tried to add a whole bunch more to it. And I wrote another list. And, and nothing really, I didn't like anything. So I slept on it again. I came back the next day and said, you know what? I just like believe. I don't know. It sounds crazy. But I just like this. I just like believe as on its own. And then I started doing some small tests. I like. I don't like going all in on anything. I like testing first to see. Right. And so I did a newsletter, became my best newsletter. I did a video, became my best video. Mm. I then researched other companies who had, who had gone all in on one word for themselves and learned how they did it. And then all of that combined experience and stories I turned into my book to hopefully make the process easier to say, hey, you can do it too. Right. And you don't have to struggle as much as I did to figure out path. That's beautiful. So going back to, you know, building your brand via YouTube, there's also Instagram, there's Facebook and podcasts and I want to do all these things, but I, I know it's important to focus on one. What's your take on building on a specific platform or multiple platforms? So I think at the beginning, you get every account you can just to have the name so that nobody else takes your name right and so that you listen so if, if your intention is hey i want to build a facebook brand but but I, i'm just going to get the youtube account i'm just going to get the instagram account so that if romeo gives you a shout out on instagram you can at least say thank you right so you get the account and then you just listen I think is a great starting point because if Romeo has however many thousand followers and he's giving you a shout out, that helps spread your message. And if you say, thank you, Romeo means a lot to me, hey, maybe he'll do it again. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're you're not so much concerned about building your audience. You're connecting with people who already have an audience and you're listening and you pick one. I think most people try to be everywhere and then you suck at everything. That's the problem. Like if, if you're trying to do a YouTube channel and a podcast and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and be good. You just won't. It's it's on top of trying to run a business, it's just too much stuff. And so I would say focus on the one that you love the most. So I don't have a podcast. Right. Because I I don't learn through audio. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't listen to any podcasts. And so it's a great strategy for me to have a podcast, but right now it's not the best use of my time because I'm still building my YouTube and now Instagram brand. Right. And so I think you need to figure out one word. What do you love doing the most? If you love doing interviews and you love audio, then podcast should be your thing and forget about the other stuff. Right. If you love, if you love making videos, you love the written word, there's different platforms for you. If you love writing, YouTube is not going to be a great home for you. But, but Instagram can, if you can write fire captions. And so understanding what you gravitate towards the most 
uh, and then picking a platform and, and crushing that one and starting to build the business from it and make money from it and hire a team on it and then look to expand to the other platforms. But you do have the account on each and you're listening and recognizing champions, just not creating content. Right. And so I know that you do three videos a day and you're on fire with that. And there are some people that go, you know what? I wish I could do three videos a day, uh, but I just don't, quote unquote, have time or it's difficult for me. Um, how do you go about or what would you advise to those that are wanting to build a lot of content but can't do three, four or five a day? Yeah. So recognize that I have 24 people on my team. So it's a it's an unfair comparison, but it's a good ambition to have. It's just like saying I want to be a millionaire or I want to have a $10 million business or whatever your other ambitions are, you're not there yet, but don't expect to be there tomorrow either. It's a process. And so your, your first goal is to just double your current output. If you're making one video a week, then, then how do I get to two videos a week? And then how do I get to four videos a week? And then how do I get daily, right? Like you, you step it just like if you, if you want to lift a hundred pounds, but you can only lift five, you start with five and then you, you build up and you get 10 and 20. Keep getting right. stronger, right? Right. And then I would also say make sure you're spending time focused on the right skill. I think a lot of people who want to be on YouTube focus on the wrong skill. So you'll spend 20 minutes making the video, recording the video, especially thought leaders, and then four hours editing that video because you think it needs to look clean. You're, you're spending 20 minutes recording and four hours editing. You're spending your time on the wrong skill. You should spend four hours recording it and doing it over and over and over and over and over again to get better. And in 20 minutes at the end, just editing it, just throwing on some intro, outro, graphics, whatever, music, a little bit, tiny editing. Yeah, because now if you want to be an editor, it's a different story. Right. If that's your thing, if that's your craft, then great. A lot of musicians don't want to put up songs until they have their a perfect <laughs> music video. Right. You're losing. Like you're losing. You've got all these songs in your head. And you're losing because people are coming to you not for the video. They're coming to you for the song. And so it doesn't mean you disrespect the video. Like I, I have I have three and a half full-time editors on my team. I respect editing. But it's not – if I'm starting over, I'm doing the same thing. If like I'll do everything. I'll film everything off my cell phone. I'll still film stuff off my cell phone. I've got 1.8 million. I'll still film off my cell phone. <laughs> right. Right? Because the, it's still, it's it's the thought leadership. It's not, you're not coming for Steven Spielberg level effects. Like that's somebody else's channel. And so it's not, it's, it's not worth keeping your, your gold inside because for singers out there or thought leaders, you're, you're one song away from blowing up and you might've picked the wrong one to do your music video around and you release two songs a year. But you should be making a song a day because one of those will pop, right? And then you attract editors and you attract, even if all you can do is sing, like you attract a violinist who wants to collaborate with you and then make the next song, right? Just most people aren't putting up, and up enough stuff because they are worried about the quote unquote quality of it. But you have to focus on the right skill. So if you're a singer, but just do acapella and do a song every single day and one of those will pop. Meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, the person who's trying to make it perfect and does two videos a year never gets out of the gate. They just never take off. All right. So I think you already answered this, uh, or you did already answer it. Um, with all the noise and everybody's trying to do the videos and you know all the topics seem the same, how do you go about stun standing out? Is it making, is it just making fire content, pushing out daily content? Is there anything else? So it's your take. Like, how is your? I I love competitive industries. Mm. Like when people say noise, there's I love it. I mean, there's always room <laughs> right. to get the top. If you're good, there's always room to. I I'd much rather be in a competitive market because it shows that there's demand. Right. You can go to the latest new social media platform, but if there's only 20 people on it, who cares if you're the best? And so I like going into competitive industries, and I like just doing it better. And and the doing it better is your is your way. So if Romeo's going to do a podcast, how is it going to be different than everybody else's podcast? Well, Romeo's the X factor, and so Romeo's going to make you feel like you should just get out there and do it. Right. Like, let's go. Like, that's the vibe you're going to get from Romeo each time. For me, if you look at my YouTube content, I have, I'm a mix of I DJ other people's content. So we work with Gary Vee and Tony Robbins and Greg Cardone and these people. And I'll, I'll do the work of finding all of their top clips and condensing eight hours of video into a 15-minute best of so people can learn quickly from it. But then I also have my own stuff and I'm sharing my own views and my own thoughts, my own opinions. So I'm a weird, I'm a hybrid, right? Like if you go to Grant Cardone's channel, he's not having a mashup of Gary Vee's content. So I do it my own way and that's how I stand out and I'm different. So you're different because of you, because you are different as a human and the way that you want to get your message out and whatever your message is, is going to be different. Even your, your message of like, you got to go take action is one that I, strongly resonate with it's it's a core part of my workshops is why we get along but it's still different than believe right like there there's sister concepts I, I imagine a lot of my audience would love your content and vice versa but it's not the same right and so just trying to be uh evan jr another believe you become an alvers impersonator but you could be the beatles so so like go be the beatles right so that's how you're different like make content. Somebody asked me on, on IG in a DM uh, yesterday is like, how, how do I get more comments and likes on my Instagram posts? Like, well, make something that you would want to comment and like. Like, are you proud of your own stuff? Most people aren't proud of their own stuff. Would you comment on your own picture? And unless it's a heck yes, then you got to get better. Make yourself as the asset test. Like, I love my videos. I make my videos for me and then I share it with the world. If I haven't learned something, I'm not posting it. So when you're making your video or you're right, like you're writing a song, you're making your music, it's for you. Your IG post is for you. You would have, if you saw it like, yes, exactly. That's right. I love that. Then other people want to comment and share it too. Beautiful. And what, so what's your workflow? Do you batch videos together? Like meaning, or, when, do you film videos on like one day and you just knock out 30 and then you spread them out? What's your flow? Yeah, I usually do it all on one day. I'll take a Tuesday and film all the videos because once you're in 
once you're in video mode, it's easy to stay in video mode. So like even even this, like podcast, right? We're, we're doing a podcast. Uh, I don't know if people can watch the video of this, but you're sitting there, you're in your room, you got your mic set up, your headphones set up, you got to check the settings. There's a certain, you know, there's the vibe. Right. You got to bring the energy. <laughs> like to, to get all that set up, you could, you could go and do two more podcasts. Very or, true. Or you, just, you can go do another rant on your own just after that because you're already in the energy that you're taking from your, your guest. It's just much easier to do them all together than to do the setup and takedown each time. You're, you're bleeding time when you don't batch those tasks together. Right, right. Being in that energy is so important. Um, to wrap up the, the YouTube portion of this, so how do you build the business uh, using YouTube? Is it just content? How do you tie in everything so it leads to making money at the end of the day? So there's a lot of different ways to monetize. Once you have a lot of attention, you can make money. It becomes what do you want to do? So example, I started getting attention and then when I had around 30 something thousand subscribers, a company reaches out to me and say, hey Evan, we wanna hire you to come to our event. That's for entrepreneurs and, and interview one of our guests, right? Then, then I got more brand deals and then I got my book deal with Penguin Random House and then I get sponsorships. If you, maybe you want to do merch deals. Maybe you want to sell your, your music. Maybe you want to create posters or mugs or X, Y, Z, right? Like I, I'm wearing my Believe hoodie right now. The, 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 brand, the merch stuff isn't a big part of my game, but it could be. It's just not what I'm super pumped up about. So maybe you want to sell e-courses. Maybe you want to do one-on-one -on -one consulting. Maybe you want to do a 90-day tour across 23 cities. You, know, like, <laughs> you, you get to pick. But once you have attention, you can do a lot with it. What do you want to then do with it? You have to still enjoy the process. Like I enjoy the process of making videos. I enjoy the process of speaking. And so that's where I'll lean more heavily on. You might enjoy something else. or your audience might enjoy something else. Mm -hmm. And so you get to pick. But when you have attention, you can do a lot with it and make money. Amen. Amen. Mm. See, I don't have to be in the same room with you, Evan, to go, yeah, that's right. Amen. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Cool. We'll do a quick rapid fire. I know uh, you're still driving, and I want you to spend, spend that special quality time with your beautiful wife, Nina. Hi, Nina, if you're in the passenger seat. Hello. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm um, just going to go through a few words or a few questions and just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Other than believe, what is your favorite word? Other than believe, what is my favorite word? We'll go, Nina. There you go. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Least favorite word. <laughs> oh, uh, hate. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? purpose what turns you off hate <laughs> what quote uh comes to mind right now to inspire the audience whether you believe you can or you can't you're right what are three main traits that you see in successful people as you you know dj this curated content one, they believe in themselves. Two, they just got started. And three, they didn't give up. Mm, amen. 
<laughs> Last question. How do you want to be remembered? I don't think about that. I don't really care how, I, how I'm remembered. I want to, I want to create work now. Like when I'm dead, I'm dead. I want to have an impact right now. It's time. That's what I'm talking about. It's time. It's time, dude. <laughs> right? It's time. Forget about statues in 200 years, man. It's time right now. Forget statues and plaques and paintings on the wall. Like right now, I want to be living it. That's it, man. It's time. Uh, last words of advice for those listening. Make today count. Make today count. Do something today that you're going to be proud of yourself for. And then if you take that approach every day, that you do something every day that you make account and you're proud of, your life will be dramatically different when you're from today. Amen. Thank you so much, Evan, for getting on this call with us. Safe travels, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Appreciate you, Romeo. Thanks for the love, man. It's time. It's time.